2: right rug flooring. It's Monday, September 7th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. One of the main keys to preventing COVID-19 indoors is proper ventilation. Health scientists have started to issue recommendations to schools and businesses that want to reopen on how often indoor air needs to be replaced. For schools, think open windows with fans, air purifiers, and upgraded HVAC systems. Caitlin McCabe, reporter for The Wall Street Journal, joins us for how good ventilation can help keep coronavirus particles at bay. Thanks for joining us, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. As we keep talking about reopening the country and kids going back to school, businesses starting to let their employees back in, uh, one of the big things that everybody talks about is ventilation and how important that is. You know, we've been talking about how people get COVID-19 by sitting in a room with people talking loudly, viral particles going everywhere. And if there's poor ventilation, that stuff's going to hang around. And there's increasing evidence that people are getting it, not just from the big respiratory droplets that fall to the ground very quickly, but there's growing evidence about how COVID-19 could be aerosolized and just be lingering around in the air for longer periods of time. So that's why ventilation is so important. So Caitlin, tell us how... Health scientists and mechanical engineers have started issuing recommendations on what to do, how to keep that ventilation moving.
3: So you're exactly right. Ventilation has really been getting a lot more attention and becoming more important in recent months. As you said, we learn more about how COVID-19 spreads. So like you said, scientists are seeing more evidence that indicates that COVID-19 can probably be spread through tiny aerosols that linger in the air. And so one way to tackle that among other initiatives like wearing masks and social distancing is having good ventilation in an indoor space, whether that's a classroom or an office or something else. And so the thinking is that you want fewer COVID particles accumulating in a room and ventilation, which is really just introducing clean air into a space and getting that existing air that may contain covid COVID particles out. So there are a lot of different strategies that scientists are looking at, whether it's opening windows, rejiggering HVAC systems, looking at portable air purifiers. So they've really started putting out some good solutions and walking uh, schools and offices through some different scenarios about
2: how that can be achieved. Yeah, let's talk about some of those. Let's say for a school, and on your article, you have a couple of good little graphs and pictures showing how this kind of would work. But Ideally, you would want open windows so you get clean air from outside. You want to use some fans to help circulate that air. And then you want to have some air purifiers with some HEPA filters, things like that.
3: So basically, the two main ways of tackling ventilation are increasing outdoor air inside and then also having good filters that can filter out that contaminated air. And so it's really good if you have those systems working together. And a lot of modern HVAC systems can kind of tackle those on their own. And so if you have a really modern HVAC system, that's really helpful. But there are a lot of schools, as we know, that don't have HVAC systems or they have really outdated HVAC systems that might be decades old. And so that's why scientists are starting to issue some good guidelines about the things that you said, looking at air conditioning, window fans are a possibility, air purifiers and more.
2: Yeah, there's a statistic in your article that I want to highlight. About 41% of U.S. public school districts need to upgrade or replace their HVAC systems in at least half of their schools. So that's about 36,000 schools nationwide. That's a lot of money. And I think you pointed to Denver Public Schools who was already doing some of this. How much money are they spending to revamp their HVAC systems?
3: They're spending about $5 million. That's going to be spread over about 185 school and administrative buildings. And that's just purely for HVAC systems alone. So that's not looking at any other supplementary materials like those air purifiers that I just mentioned. So basically, they're spending that to upgrade filters, to replace broken parts, to try to get more outdoor air flowing through the HVAC system, which is a good strategy that scientists recommend. But that's just one school district. And obviously, this is going to be a challenge across the nation and even in workplaces, too, that might be working in older buildings.
2: Right, exactly. Uh, well, full-on office spaces, malls and gyms even. And in New York, for example, some of their reopening guidelines already list enhanced filtration as a mandatory thing for those spaces. So I could imagine there's going to be more states and more cities including this into their reopening plans just to keep everything moving. But, you know, we're talking about schools, for example, open the window, throw a fan in there. That's going to be really tough when winter comes around? What do you do? (laughs) Make sure every kid has two coats on just to keep that airflow going. That's going to be really hard.
3: It is going to be really tough. And scientists acknowledge that. And so that's why they're really encouraging uh, workplaces to make these HVAC investments now to really try to stock up on purifiers and make sure that these classrooms and other spaces have these portable air purifiers with HEPA filters, which are shown to be effective at filtering out airborne particles so they're pushing for that now because you're exactly right it's not going to be extremely possible to have the window open you know when it's snowing outside and I think scientists are acknowledging that and trying to you know work with schools to get as much done right now as they can
2: just back to a little bit to how the aerosolized particles can move around and infect people you had a couple examples in your story one was about a a restaurant in China with a few people sitting in a poorly ventilated room some of the people were seated as far away as 15 feet away from the infected person, but they still got it.
3: So there have been several outbreaks like this. This restaurant in China is one of them, but there have been several other examples where people have been distanced further away than the six feet recommended distance that we all hear about so often and kind of have ingrained in our heads at this point. There have been cases where an infected person is in that room and people at further distances can still contract the virus. And so the thinking is it's because of these smaller aerosolized particles that are emitted when we cough, talk, sneeze, sing, do all these activities that we tend to do. So that's why ventilation is so important in that Chinese restaurant that I, I referenced in the story. You had no outdoor air supply on the floor where the patrons were sitting in that restaurant. They had exhaust fans in the wall, but they weren't turned on. And there were several other indicators that ventilation was really poor in that space. And so researchers are concluding that's one of the reasons why so many people, I think it was about 10 people total became infected from that incident, including the one person who was kind of the index patient in that case. But that's why they think it spread.
2: Right. And, you know, we're talking about this in the context of schools and businesses, but this is important in any space that you're going to be in your home. You also need proper ventilation there or proper filtration there. So this is going to be an ongoing thing that we're going to have to make adjustments throughout the country really on. Caitlin McCabe, reporter for The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America.
3: June 30th, 2024.